Our scripture reading this morning, there will be three different verses. And the first one is Proverbs 16, verse 18. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before the fall. Our second verse is from Proverbs 28, verse 18. Whoever walks in integrity will be delivered, but he who is crooked in his ways will suddenly fall. And our third verse is from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Therefore, since we all have, since we also have such a large cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside every hindrance and the sin so that easily ensnared us. Let us run with endurance the race that lies before us, keeping our eyes on Jesus, the source and perfecter of our faith. For the joy that lay before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand on the throne of God. We give thanks. Amen. You may be seated for real this time. You know, it's funny. I started off the week by changing uh, the scripture reading for the week, and I forgot to tell Maggie and Linda. And yet, somehow, Hebrews 12.2 still made it up here onto the altar. The Spirit certainly does work in mysterious ways. So a falling star, what do you think about when you hear that phrase or that term, a falling star? It means different things to different people, right? An astronomer hears the term falling star and thinks about how uh, meteors vaporize high in the Earth's upper atmosphere as they fall towards Earth, right? Children and starry-eyed romantics hear the term falling love or falling star and think about making a wish at that very moment that the star streaks across the sky, right? Well, there is another very different meaning for the term falling star, and that is in the setting of a hospital. In a hospital, a falling star is a patient who is prone to falling while walking. Sometimes these patients' rooms are uh, adorned with small falling star images to designate them as a fall risk. And occasionally bed alarms are installed to warn nurses if these patients are trying to get up and walk without assistance. Most commonly, though, these patients are given a yellow bracelet with bold letters declaring them a fall risk. Now, I tried to, I, for some reason, the light bulb didn't go off until too late in the week. And I was like, oh, I'm going to order fall risk wristbands and hand every single one of us one. Um, but, you know, Amazon couldn't come through with the next day delivery. And though we would rather not admit it, we should all wear those yellow hospital-issued bracelets declaring us to be fall risks. Because apart from Jesus, we all fall. We trip, 
We fall, we stumble, and we stagger our way through life. Looking back on your life, what are some of the missteps you have taken? When have you fallen? Fallen into sin or, or found yourself somewhere that you didn't want to be? Surrounded by the people you didn't want to be surrounded by? When have, when have you realized that there's got to be something more? Don't worry, you're not alone. You're not the only one. We are all a fall risk because we all are fallen people living in a fallen world. God's word talks about how we are all fall risks. In Proverbs 16, 18, we just heard, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before the fall. And again, in Proverbs 28, 18, we heard, whoever walks in integrity will be delivered, but he who is crooked in his ways will suddenly fall. I immediately thought, uh, uh, remembered uh, a story from 2021 at the Boston Marathon. A runner fell near the finish line. And this is pretty ordinary for marathon runners. Many, many runners fall from fatigue, fatigue or they stumble with dehydration. But what happened when this runner fell was what was so extraordinary. Three runners came beside this fallen runner, scooped her up in their arms, and carried her on. In her inability to get up off the ground, they picked her up and upheld her with their strength. And just this last fall during a, a collegiate cross-country championship event, a member of the Oregon Ducks, he suddenly began to cramp and became wobbly on his feet. He was actually in the lead and only 500 yards from the finish line. He had just approached the final water station. And the rules state that any assistance from a bystander, somebody who was on the sidelines, would disqualify him from the race. Well, the runner in second jogged past him as he began to collapse. But then his twin brother, who was also a member of the Oregon Ducks, and in third place came around the bend. And he picked up his brother, and arm in arm they stumbled the remaining way to the finish line. And they actually crossed in second and third place, qualifying for the next level of that championship competition just in front of fourth and fifth place. They lifted each other up and came across the finish line. Like these fallen runners, God's promises to, to scoop us up when we have fallen are so true. The, our triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit finds us fallen and, and unable to get up off of the ground on our own. God scoops you up and upholds you in his strength and mercy. And God's word is full of these promises. I'm just going to touch on some of the Psalms. Psalm 37, 23 and 24. The steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong for the Lord upholds his hand. Psalm 56, 13, for you have delivered my soul from death, kept my feet from falling. 
that I may walk before God in the light of life. Psalm 118.13, I pushed, I was pushed hard. Doesn't the world push us hard sometimes? I was pushed hard so that I was falling, but the Lord helped me. And Psalm 145.14, the Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. See, God, God promises us to lift us up when we are falling or to keep us from falling. God sent his son to run the race of faith for us. From the manger to the cross, from Bethlehem to Jerusalem, from death in the tomb to new life on that third day, Jesus has finished the course of salvation for you, for me, and for each and every one of us. By God's grace, we are saved through faith in Jesus Christ. Though we are unable to pick ourselves up, we can't dust the sin off of ourselves, and we can't cross the finish line of salvation without Jesus holding us up. Because God is, God is more than able to fulfill his promises. Upheld by these promises of the Father, we are carried in the nails, the nail-scarred hands of the Son, Jesus, and revived by the life-giving Holy Spirit. And we are brought to the finish line of salvation. Having promised to pick you up from the ground where you have fallen, God also invites and empowers you to walk in his steps. God scoops you up. He sets you on your feet by his power and sends you on your way to learn to walk with God. Yet even in this restored state, God does not leave us to walk on our own. Instead, God gives you all that you need to keep on going, to keep from falling, to keep uh, to his righteous pathways and to not grow weary as you walk in his steps through life's journey. So what are some of these ways that God invites us to learn to walk in his ways? Well, God shines a light on your path through his word so that you can wander with the Lord instead of wandering from the Lord. So we've got his word. We must be in the word regularly. God extends a hand of grace and strength through brothers and sisters in Christ when you are weary and about to fall, just like those runners experienced, brothers and sisters lifting them up when they couldn't continue. God will put brothers and sisters in your life, fellow believers in Christ, and occasionally someone who doesn't understand what they're doing, but they still God still put them there and they still help you. God promises to hear you when you pray and seek his wisdom and counsel as to which way you should turn when you are making decisions of life. Which fork in the road will you take? Well, God promises to hear you. And if you listen, you will find his guidance. God makes and keeps massive promises to you so that you know your steps are sure and secure in him. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, God brings about the fruit of the Spirit in you because you are a new creation in Jesus Christ. Now, perhaps you're hearing this sermon and you feel like you've fallen and you're just, you just can't get up. You can't get up again. 
There may be a, a sin or a temptation that keeps pulling you down, 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 and, and keeping you from walking in his steps. Or maybe you're hearing the sermon and you're just you're tired. You're worn out from journeying through the marathon of life. Perhaps the prospect of taking one more steps just seems like too much. Or you could be here today and, and find yourself at a crossroads. Should I, should I turn left? Should I turn right? Should I keep going straight? What if going straight's not an option and you're at, you're at a fork in the road, right? You have to choose to go in a new direction. Which one should I take? See, no matter what's going on in your life today and how you're, you're feeling about this marathon of life, hear his word of invitation. God's word from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 21. This, to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. You have been called by God to journey with him in his steps. God does not call the equipped. Rather, God equips the called. In Christ Jesus, God has completed the course of salvation for you. And empowered by the Holy Spirit, God has given you all that you need to follow in his steps and learn to walk with the Lord. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says it all. Therefore, since we also have such a large cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside every hindrance and the sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that lies before us, keeping our eyes on Jesus, the source and perfecter of our faith. For the joy that lay before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. As we run our race, as we acknowledge that we are fall risks, let us learn to walk with the Lord and to walk in his steps together. Let us pray. Lord God, you know where each one of us is at on our marathon of life. You know the times that we have fallen. You know the fatigue that we try to hide. And you know the places where we feel lost. Let us hear your promises to uphold us when we fall. Carry us by your mercy in Christ Jesus, and empower us by your Holy Spirit to continue to run the course of faith that in you we may learn to walk in your steps. Amen.